Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Please turn the thermostat up to 90 and leave me alone. I can't feel my fingers anymore. I lied. They're numb. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 137 of the Vent Lab. It's cold outside, Rebecca. I don't ever remember it being as cold as it has been this week. That's because it hasn't been this cold for years. Like, what the heck happened? On uh, Monday, was it? The day after Valentine's Day, February 15th, the Midwest was the coldest place in the world. I just returned from Hawaii. I just returned from Hawaii to Kansas Friday afternoon. Monday was like... The coldest day ever. What was it? Negative nine? I don't know. It was the coldest place on earth that day. Nathan, that is like a 90 degree temperature difference from where I just came from. Yeah. Talk about a shock to the system. Like, I'm not okay. (laughs) I feel like maybe I opened up some, some type of portal, some frigid Arctic portal when I went to Hawaii. And the only way to cure this is by going back. Oh, you think so? So you, you can Venmo the us the money right. here. <laughs> Do they have to Bent pay lab. for your whole family or just for your ticket? Um, I think it has to be my entire family because I mean we don't want to mess this up, right? Nah, that's true. Go, you got to go big. It, or go home. Yeah, but you can't go home. <laughs> We've already established that. You have a new home. It's Hawaii. Get out of here. Go. So guys, Venmo, Venmo us the money. Do you think it would be bad if you went with us this time? Like, would that ruin this whole polar vortex um, thing that's caused to this? I think I have to so that we can do the podcast. Yeah, you better. You better because we need to report live on everything that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, can you imagine doing the the podcast remotely every single episode it's just too stressful it's too stressful mm-hmm. it's not the same as sitting in the same room you know it's just it's impersonable mm-hmm. in, in, impersonable uh in, in, impersonal in, impersonal not personable not personal nope in, impersonable anyway hawaii is great this weather sucks all right that's the show yep that's it <laughs> cool Thank you guys for listening. Uh, That's the gist of it, so. You know, people warned me not to come back, and I didn't listen. I was like, you know, I don't want to come back, but, like, it's Kansas. You know, I've got to go back to I didn't know it was this bad. Oh, it's rough here. I thought it was going to be, like, done by the time I got here. You joke, but I 100% blame this weather on you and your family. We'll we'll take care of it. We'll go back. No, it doesn't matter what family it is, really. But as soon as somebody leaves to go on vacation to a like tropical area. Paradise. Yeah. As soon as they come back, that's when the weather is the worst. It's mm-hmm. like their hometown or state holds off all the bad weather until they get back just so they don't miss out. Yeah. You know? So it's your yeah, fault. Yeah, I could see that. It's 100% your fault. I think the same thing happened last year whenever you guys went on a cruise, didn't it? It was like the coldest week whenever you got back. Or it was, it was it, snowing when I got back. And I think that was like the only snow we had that. Maybe. Speaking of which, I think this was the also only the snow. Also, the pandemic hit as soon as we got yeah, back. Yeah, that too. Like, I mean, it was already hitting, but like it, all the lockdowns happened as soon as we got back. So, so maybe So you, maybe you going on the cruise stop. opened up the portal that brought COVID in. You going to Hawaii made it worse. Well, maybe. With the weather. Maybe I got rid of COVID by going to Hawaii. We just don't know it yet. And we traded it for this Arctic blast. Well, in that case, I'm fine. Just, in that case, I'm fine with it. I just need to go on another vacation and see what happens. It's like the time travel thing, you know, like where where you change things when mm-hmm. you time travel and then like you could mess things up seriously. But like, so say you time travel, like I'm going to go back and I'm going to change something. And then I come back to the current time and I'm like, nope, that messed it up worse. It's the, it's the ripple. So effect. then I go back and then I've got to make a different adjustment and I come back and I'm like, nope, still sucks worse. So I, I just have to keep going back until things are better. Hmm. Yeah. But I think, I think we're, we're getting there. You should make a movie about that. <laughs> about having to go, yeah. uh, like into the future uh-huh. repeatedly. 
Ret- return or to back, the future. Back to the future. Nah, that doesn't okay. have the right ring to it. Okay. No, that wouldn't sell. I think return to the future might have might have something there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Did you hear about the people that got stranded on the island and then they were there for like over a month? It was three people. Stranded on an island near the Bahamas, in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas. It was actually in the Bahamas. Like, they were on a boat. It capsized during a storm. They swam to this island. They were there for over a month, lived on coconuts, and then, the, like, a plane was going over, like, surveying the land, you know, like, their their regular check, I guess, monthly, they, like, fly over and, and check things You gotta out. make sure nobody's squatting on the island. Sure, so. sure. And like they had created a flag made out of I don't know what, but they they created a flag and and waved the plane down. The plane was unable to land because of the weather at the time, but they did like drop down some food and supplies to them and then later picked them up. And now they're living at an ice facility off of Florida. I think we're all living at an ice facility right now. (laughs) Am am I I right? right? (laughs) (laughs) That's so sad. I wonder if they reg- regret waving down the plane. They were like, dude, we had at least 13 more days of coconuts <laughs> left on that island. Like, I'm doing everything I can to get back to paradise, even if all I was doing was eating coconuts and sleeping outside. Like, that's still better than, one, living in an ice facility, or two, living in an ice facility. Yeah. What? Uh, how does How is the weather in the Bahamas at night? Does it get chilly, like the desert? Um, That's probably I, a really stupid question. I don't question. think it's incredibly cold like the desert. I think the temperature does drop. But if we're talking about temps here, nothing could be as bad as it is right now. Yeah. And I'd say the Midwest, but like Texas has it too. Yeah, but it's Texas. Texas yeah. is in worse shape than we're in. Right, but they get better weather but, year round. But so. not because the temperature is colder but because they weren't prepared for the temperatures, mm-hmm. for cold temperatures. I saw a, a picture of the border between Texarkana, by the way, one of the worst names ever, second <laughs> only to Canarado. Um, but Texarkana, it was, it's a road that goes right on the border. And on one side of the road, it's Arkansas. On the other side of the road, it's Texas. And the Arkansas side was totally plowed, totally clear. And the Texas side was completely covered in snow because it was untreated. Uh-huh. Because one has a budget for weather and the other one doesn't. Yeah. One has a budget and supplies. The other one does not. Yeah. There's a quote, something like, if you're not preparing, then you're preparing to fail or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's really not a need to prepare usually. So, okay. So like the saddest pictures that I have seen usually don't have anything to do with humans. They have to do with animals. And one was the sea turtles being rescued because they were going into shock from the cold. Oh, gosh. And so the, there was like a, a large room full of sea turtles. And then the other one was like crocodiles frozen in the water. Nah, t- crocodiles are fine. They stick their nose up and then, and then it freezes and so that they can still breathe. They just go into like a hibernation. Yeah, they're going to thaw, right? Yeah. And they're going to be fine. I hope Kind not. of like a frog. A frog freezes and then you can thaw the frog and it comes back to life and everything. Yeah, it's fine. just like a big deadly frog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, you know. The other thing I really feel bad just because I'm a homeowner is all the burst pipes. Oh, like, in Texas? Everywhere. Yeah, they're getting wrecked. Even Kansas, Missouri... Anywhere that it's been this cold, like I could have pipes ready to burst in this house right now, yeah. but I won't know it until things start melting. Here's uh, so I saw something on social media, and this is this can get a little conspiracy esque. Okay, but somebody was complaining because they were saying we've been building houses for years, but we still insist on using materials in our pipes for our pipes that are susceptible to cold weather and they will burst and cause other damage. Then mm-hmm. you have to pay for all that to get fixed and everything. They're basically saying homeownership is a scam and we're all getting <laughs> scammed because they're purposefully building our houses with cheap materials. Do, you, do How do you feel about that? Um, well, most new builds that I see, I do believe that they get by using cheaper materials. Um, but... They've been making pipes out of the same stuff for a while now. That's what they were saying, though, is that we've been doing this for a long time and clearly it cannot handle the weather conditions. 
we have the materials and I, the technology to design something else. I don't know what else would be better and what would be cost effective to. Well, like, I mean, I just I don't it's, I'm not it's, smart in those areas. It's got to be no answers to stuff like that. It's got to be something that can expand because that's why they burst in the first place is because mm-hmm. the the water is expanding whenever it freezes. But it's also got to be something that is tough enough that it can handle the years of of mass weight being on it, as well as doesn't deteriorate. I'm sure they use stuff that would work on the space shuttle, but it's probably astronomically expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Too bad you deleted our uh, laugh track. I could have really <laughs> I, it was an accident. used that there. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like there's some truth to it, but at the same time, I also feel like there's maybe more important things to consider. You also got to think about like places in uh, Alaska and stuff. Like, Do they just deal with burst pipes year-round? Do they just shut off their water? And I don't think you have the fluctuation in temperatures like we're experiencing oh. right now because are, are, are burst pipes really that big of an issue? Not normally, but right now, yeah. I've continued to let a faucet drip in my house this entire time during this Arctic blast to try to prevent that. I don't know if it'll work, yeah. but I'm going to give it my best shot. Well, and it's really hard to keep your faucet from not dripping, I learned, whenever you oh, guys were Oh, the kitchen gone. one? Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, that one's got You think you get challenges. it. You think you get it, and then you come back two hours later, and you're you're just roaming the kitchen, and you, you see it in the corner of your eye, the little drip, and you're like, no way, dude. You've been doing this for two hours? <laughs> yeah, that faucet, it's got a sweet spot. You gotta <sighs> get it just right to keep it from dripping. Between the faucet and Elvis, man, I, it was chaotic all Did week. Did you bond at all with Elvis while I was gone. Um, I sure. I don't think we bonded as much as we did last year. Really? Well, last year it was cooler, warmer outside, uh-huh. so we could go on walks like every day. And yeah. Stuff. This it was freezing, so I didn't want to take him for a walk, and he didn't want to go outside to pee, and so he just wanted he, to go out and lick the snow. Yeah, he would go out. He'd lick the snow. And by the way, Elvis, a little bee hole. He, <laughs> you have to leave the door open, or else he immediately turns around and comes Only back inside. Only with you. Like I open the door and he stands there for a second. I said, and I say in or out. And then I start to close the door. And then he's like, wait, no, no, no. I want to go out. He doesn't say that, but he thinks that I can read his mind. Yeah, sure. And so then he goes outside and I close the door, but not totally. Like I don't let it latch, but I close it enough that like it's not open. And then he comes bursting through like the Kool-Aid man when he's done. Yeah, nope. Uh, that didn't work. I tried the in or out and he just was like, all right, I'll stay in. And I said, Elvis, you have not gone outside for three days straight. <laughs> You've got to be just about bursting. Just go let it out. And then we went for a walk and he peed for about 45 seconds straight in the neighbor's <laughs> yard, by the way. He walked across the street and then was like, this looks like a good place. And you just got to stand there and you know your neighbors are in their house because everybody was like home that week because of all the snow. And so you're just standing outside their their front yard. <laughs> the dog's just And the dog's unloading. just going at it in their, in their yard. Like, why here? Whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> side rant over. For, for those of you new to the podcast, Elvis is my dog. <laughs> it's her baby. We haven't mentioned that. Oh, now he's up. No, he's not. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, so those people got stranded, and uh, now they are, well, in ice, in a nice facility. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where they're from, but I think they're probably going to end up getting sent back to, to where they were at before their boat capsized. That's kind of... I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about this because it can get kind of like maybe political, uh-huh. just because ice is mentioned, but. Isn't that kind of weird that like we would rescue them, bring them back into America, and then be like, wait, wait you're not supposed to be here, and then put them in the ICE facility? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a holding place until you figure out where they're actually a resident of, because you can't just, like, they're not an American citizen. You can't just let them. I guess they can't just say, oh, go. yeah, I'm from here, and then you fly them there, and then they get there, and the people are like, we don't know. You're not from here. Yeah. What? Stuff? Weird joke. What do you mean I'm not Italian? <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if I were them, I would have continued hanging out on the the Bahama Island. You know, for at least like another month if uh-huh. you can. Wait it out. You're probably safer there anyway with COVID and everything. Yeah, 
Now, Rebecca, I have a question okay. um, regarding this, and I don't want to get too carried away with it, but they survived for 30 day, 33 days on coconuts. You're going to mention watermelon, aren't you? Watermelons are <laughs> 98% water. I should I should correct that. Every time you take a bite of a watermelon, uh-huh. it's 98% water. Uh-huh. Um, so can you g- get dehydrated off of watermelon if you're essentially just eating water? We have had this whole discussion before. We even looked it up, and it said you can survive off of just eating watermelon. Because it's also food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think do you think you could survive longer on watermelon than you could coconuts? I don't know. Because coconuts have the coconut has like the water in it. The coconut meat. Yeah, and it has the coconut uh water. Yeah. And if you mix the meat with the water, then it's coconut milk. Right. Which we learned right before I went to Hawaii when we did that live stream about like Hawaiian food. Mm-hmm. It's also how you get other types of milk, like almonds, cashews, cow. So on and so forth. You don't mix the meat with the milk. Do you know? You don't know. Yeah. You've never made milk before. Clearly. Okay. (laughs) Out of your mind. I think you're wrong. (laughs) All right, Rebecca. Uh huh. People, uh, we're we're switching gears here. Uh huh. (laughs) That's called a transition. If you never see what people are throwing, micro parties. What's a micro? Okay, I assume this is a small party, but could you could you be a little more specific? A micro party is basically a cry for help from one who uh, has been locked indoors for far too long, um, and they are itching at some sort of boost of serotonin. What numbers are we talking here? Um, honestly, this this thing this this article doesn't say. Honestly, it could just be one person. Who knows? Um, this well, lady, not a party. this here's, here's, here's how that started, at least for this lady. Um, this lady was making, um, sourdough bread at the start of the pandemic and apparently sourdough bread kind of hard to perfect. She finally made the quote unquote perfect sourdough loaf. Mm-hmm. And so then she thought, you know what? This calls for a little party. So she took some pictures. She maybe got some wine, cut it up, made some perfectly picturesque, grilled cheese sandwiches with her sourdough, posted them all on Instagram, and had a little celebration of hard work and practice, like a violin recital or a graduation, except it was bread. Um, and now she's saying that this is uh, it's a good idea and that it doesn't have to be about bread. It could be, uh, quote, my bad flatmate moved out bash or a my son can sit up shindig or a perfect bread party. <laughs> okay, so she's saying other to find absolutely any reason to throw a small party to celebrate. Yes, essentially. Like have a couple <laughs> friends come over and be like, yeah, I finally perfected this recipe. Let's all eat it and hang out together. A professor of psychology at Ariel University um, says, or, or Hadash, Hadass, her name is Hadassah Litman Ovadia. She said, uh, by planning a weekly cel- celebratory event, um, people may have been unknowingly inoculating themselves against boredom, anxiety, and depression. So essentially, here's what happens, right? We used to go hang out with friends. We used to celebrate things that were going on, birthdays, whatever, you know. Something happens at least once a month there was some sort of celebration going on for Uh most people. Or you're going out with friends or whatever. Um, Well, because of the pandemic, everybody's self-quarantining, working from home, they're not going out in public as much, so there's less celebrations going on. And so essentially you have a little bit of uh, a a serotonin... Deficiency. Deficiency, yes. And so this is just a good way of basically forcing yourself to get a little serotonin boost by forcing yourself. And this article literally says like, hey, this isn't going to make sense sometimes, but you got to like actually put it in your calendar of like, we're going to have a party this day and it's just going to be me and my husband, but it's going to be dope. Okay. So I actually kind of experienced this when I was in Hawaii and this is going to shock you, Nathan, but I am an introvert. Can we get a uh, Hawaii counter in this podcast? 
Just how many times you mentioned mm-hmm. mentioned going to Hawaii? Yeah. Do you just have like a little chime or something that you can hit every single time? No. Okay. No, I don't. Actually, I wasn't prepared to make that joke. I shouldn't have said anything. Okay. Um. So I'm an introvert. I don't like going to parties. I, I could just play this. Try to make excuses. Every time you say Hawaii. Just every time you say Hawaii, I can play that. Kind of a long sounder there. Just as a little like, little like, ah, oh, you said it again. Just anytime you say Hawaii. So anyway, um, I I like to make excuses and not go places and and not hang out with other people. Like I've got my crew, and mm-hmm. that's all I need. It's pretty much just your kids. I don't need to go husband. out with anybody Actually, else. So just your family. Um, well, and you. Oh, okay. Yeah, and my friend Beth. Sometimes we get together too. Outside of that, I don't hang out with anybody, and I don't desire to hang out with anybody. Because you're an introvert, mm-hmm. which you already said. Uh-huh. But when I was on the island... um, Saved yourself. Then. We, it was smooth. We would walk to the beach every day, and we would do this thing we called it nightlife, but we would just walk around like downtown Honolulu. And there was like street performers and like the the streets were full of people. And it made like we all had masks on and get, like we do here. But it was like it felt like normal life again. Yeah. Like people were out doing stuff. Yeah. And we were interacting with people and we would stop and like watch the performances and singing. And it just like it made me feel so happy inside and like just like energized me. And even in the morning, like. At sunrise, we would go get breakfast and then we'd walk along the beach and you would like talk to people Mm -hmm. and interact with people. And like, it's been so long since I just like on the daily basis interacted with like a larger group of people besides my family. And it was like super fulfilling. And I didn't even realize I missed that interaction. And then when I came back home, it was like this huge letdown, <laughs> not of like, oh my gosh, I'm only here with my family, but I felt the difference in the energy. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't get energy from being around people. I get energy from like being alone, but I still enjoy going out and interacting and like positive interactions with people. Yeah, I think it's normal. Yeah. And I don't like making bread, so I would have to think of something different. I like the smell of bread. Well, this uh, this thing can be pushed pretty far as far as the mini, what, what do they call it, a micro party goes. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, they count uh, like taking a specific day out of the week and just doing one specific thing to be a micro party. For instance, one lady said that, um, let's see here, she says da, 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 da. her and her husband went to a few local breweries on Saturdays. That's a fun word. Brewery. 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 Brewer. It sounds like a dog trying to say I love you. <laughs> Brewery. Brewery. Uh, anytime. Ever, uh, anyways, each time her husband ordered a dark beer, a stout, and began joking, jokingly referring to it as Stouter Day. And now they have a Stout today, where every Saturday they just go to a local pub and get a drink. I don't know how th- this just sounds like a normal, like a coffee date kind of thing. It but sounds now like they're you're like, doing your normal thing, but you're making it like a consistent, like. And they're just putting a name like, on it. On Tuesdays, we do this yeah. and we try to be more happy than we normally are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we smile for one hour so that nobody else knows how depressed we are when the mics are off. What's funny is we were supposed to have the podcast last night, but the roads were really bad. I also had like mega mind headache, like felt like mega mind sitting at my desk all day and not because I felt unusually smart. My head felt like it was going to explode. Still, I was I was telling my husband, I can't wait for Nathan to get here and do the podcast because I'm just excited to do something creative again. This was yesterday? Yes. Sorry for letting you down. No, it's okay. You know, the headache came on pretty strong yesterday afternoon, and I I began to slowly realize that it wasn't going to happen. But when we got back from vacation, we decided we were just going to rest and not do anything at all. Like, let's just, let's just slowly acclimate back to normal life. And just resting for a few days in the frigid cold really started to get to me. 
Yeah. Dude, it's it's annoying. Like uh-huh. not doing anything. Not doing anything. And because I had done so much, like I had really pushed myself to do stuff while we were on vacation, coming back and doing absolutely nothing was like super depressing. Yeah. 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 I it it's hard, especially whenever you go from doing stuff every day, even just going to work. I've said this to you multiple times, but I have to go and do something. I'm, I don't consider myself an extrovert. I definitely get energy from being around people. I'm, I'm an extrovert with introverted tendencies. Yes. Um, anyway, I, as soon as like the pandemic started happening and wait, you're an introvert with extroverted tendencies. No, 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 no. Because I get it energy. Is the reverse. I get energy from being around people okay. like an extrovert. You're right. But you're right. I don't you're right. Like, Never mind. Go out. I I have to basically have somebody tell me or invite me to go do something. I don't just shoot my shot and go out there. It's why I'm single. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, whenever I was quarantined and stuff, I went from like going to get coffee, going to work, going to my other job, going here, going to my other job, coming here, and then your other going job, to church, like. <laughs> almost every single day of my week was filled with something and I didn't even realize it until it was all just stopped all at once. And I just had to spend all day at home. And even for somebody who was joking about that for as long as I was, I was joking about that for almost a full year before I actually got COVID. It's true. Uh, Hard works pays off folks. Um, (laughs) But uh, gosh, dude, it was tough. Just doing absolutely nothing, playing games all day. Like I said, I, I ended up watching movies and stuff. It was it was it was sad. You saying it almost took you an entire year to get COVID. It <laughs> I have not gotten COVID, but it knock took on me wood. almost an entire year to miss being around people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that but shows you did how eventually. I, I did eventually. Which means she does have a heart. <laughs> didn't mean I didn't have a heart. It's anyway, just really cold. So while traveling, I realized how much I enjoy traveling. And I was thinking, like, I think I could be a travel vlogger. Carry around a big uh, DSLR camera with your arm fully. I don't think I don't think you have the upper body strength to be a I know I vlogger. don't have the upper body strength. I tried to surf and like the whole once I started surfing thing was fine, but the whole like Rowing yourself out there with your arms. Yeah. My arms were are not ready for that. <laughs> Apparently, binge watching every movie series I could think of the last year did nothing for my <laughs> arm strength and cardio. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so while you were. Uh, while I was on vacation, I was thinking I could be a vlogger. And then I started thinking, like, not that I, I want to quit. Okay, I have wanted to quit my job before, but like, what would be your dream job? Um, I, 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 I'm inclined to say like a Twitch streamer, mm-hmm. mainly because the ceiling, as far as like um, earnings, is very high as that. However, seeing as how my 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 well, my four weeks really of 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 quarantine, though only two of those I was not working like at all at all. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing how quickly I got tired of playing video games, I still think I could do it, but I don't know if a, being a Twitch streamer necessarily uh, or a video game video game streamer, I should say, um, is really is really where it's at. I think. Doing a podcast would be pretty cool. What about being a travel vlogger? No. No. Think about the amount of airports you have to go through. See, I don't mind airports at all. Like, I don't mind airplanes. I don't mind airports. Like, that's part of the vacation for me. And maybe it's because I've rarely flown places. Like, it's very, it has to be a vacation, which I don't take very many of, but I've had a couple recently. And I really like the whole airplane thing. Like, that's part of the excitement for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at, like, planning things. And, like, I think I, I think I could be a travel vlogger. Um, there was an article done recently about the best donuts in every state. Meaning it was somebody's job to go state to state 
and try the popular donut art or the, the popular donut shops. And I mean, that sounds like fun, but it also makes me want to uh, puke thinking of just constantly trying donuts all the time. I know, you know, I, I think the same. I, I'm like a donut, mm, maybe four times a year kind of guy. I'm not a huge sweets guy. Not like that. Okay. But I'm still curious, Missouri and Kansas, what was the best donuts? Um, well, uh, neither of which you've probably heard of, which Instantly makes me a little suspicious. Either they really, really did their research and like these are some really like in, inconspicuous places or they were just flat out wrong and they just tried the first donut shop they found. If I have not heard of it, it makes me want to find it and try it. Okay. the According to this article, the best donut shop in Kansas is Fairway Creamery in have Mission. have not heard of that, but that's drivable. We live fairly close to Mission. Yeah. I actually work in that area when I actually go to work. Um, yeah, I want to try some Fairway Creamery. Fairway Creamery. Hmm. Um, and then in Missouri, it is the Donut Stop in St. Louis. Also have never heard of that. And St. Louis is a bit of a jaunt. It is. It's also, it's a big city. That's kind of the main city, I feel like, in Missouri. Is there a, a, a more Missouri city than St. Louis, other than Kansas City? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so I feel like either they only went to like major cities and then tried the donut shops in the major cities, or they uh, just hap- it just happens to be in in st louis like you know like is it like is it in st louis because that's the only place they checked or is it in st louis because st louis is so big that there's so many donut shops that the odds were just higher that the best donut shop in missouri would be in st louis i think the odds are higher i think like if somebody is going to like land somewhere in missouri and be like i'm going to start my shop here it's probably going to be st louis like they probably have a vast variety yeah but whenever you think don't starting a donut shop you you aren't thinking like mega money right but if you were to think start a business in st louis then you're thinking mega money yeah like it costs a lot to have a business in st louis Especially so if I you're don't in think, like a high tourism area yeah that, so i that would I, be good i don't I, I feel like they would have to have a a really set up brand before moving the donut shop to st louis for that to work because otherwise like you either go, got to go big or go home, literally, because you won't be able to afford your business space. Well, like Hertz Donuts. That's one where we would be like, that should have been on the list. 100% should have been but on the list for Kansas it's, and it's Missouri. It's a pretty small place, and it's taken them a while to expand. But like when it was like just in Springfield, everybody still knew about Hertz Donuts. That's true. Yeah. And I wonder if Hertz Donuts isn't on this because it's now in two states, so mm-hmm. it's like not a quote-unquote local place. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't ever been to Hertz Donuts, you should definitely go. They're fantastic. Big donuts and good luck just choosing one. My family enjoys the Homer Donut, which is the one that looks like the donut from Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. Just pink frosting with sprinkles. sprinkles. Yeah, but that's their favorite. Your family is so weird about that. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> J. Wes. JOS is one of the only people I've ever met that is like, I love sprinkles. Give me more sprinkles. Oh, he does. Is he Buddy the Elf? He what, what is his problem? Loves rainbow sprinkles on everything. Every time he gets ice cream, rainbow sprinkles on it. He they don't even have a taste. He loves rainbow sprinkles. I, I agree. I don't know what it is. I think it's kind of cute, though. <laughs> the man is like, ooh, yeah, those are some good apple fritters. Give me the one. Um, the I want the donut with, with the rainbow sprinkles. Yeah, the, 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 the picturesque donut. The, the mm-hmm. donut emoji. I want that donut. <laughs> the man is is weird. Cupcakes, sprinkles. Uh huh. What's what's uh, other than a travel blog vlogger? What is what is your your second up and coming? I think probably kind of what I'm doing here. If I could just do the podcast all the time, I think that would be my dream job. Yeah. Like when I went back to school to decide what I wanted to to be. I asked myself if I was at a party, which why would I be at a party voluntarily? If I was at a party and somebody asked me what I did, what would I be really proud to say that I did? 
And I actually like my original response was like a TV news reporter. But eventually I realized that I liked doing radio better. And so that's what I did. And now whenever somebody's like, so what do you do for a living? Like I get so excited to be able to tell them that I'm on the radio. I do a podcast for some pretty cool people. <laughs> Not a big deal. Uh, what about this one? This one sounds pretty cool. There is a Instagrammer calls himself a sleep influencer. Okay, this is the true dream job. This guy travels just to basically take naps places. Wait, what? Yeah, like we're talking. He, I thought he was just like at home. Like No, no, no. That's, that's a different article. We're getting there. Oh, okay. We're getting there. Okay, this is okay, one okay. I haven't told you about. Um, This guy will literally take a jet to places around the world to sleep in some of the most luxurious hotel suites money can oh buy. Oh my gosh. He'll go into deserts and like sleep in the little huts and stuff like that. This guy's in uh his uh his Instagram is follow the nap. And how do I how do I do this for a living? He's taken so many Like this is like the best world of travel vlogging. Like this you get to travel but like you vlog while you're asleep. It's like making money in your sleep. This guy is just a genius. Like, who thinks of that? You know what nobody's that doing? Nobody's just taking naps in these places. A great idea. It's He's basically just an ad for these places, right? Like, it, it, they're just paying him to come take a picture. He's got like 49,000 followers. I would have to take my fan everywhere with me, though. Oh, gosh. I can't imagine. Like... You think that's one of those taboo things? If you were to go to a luxurious hotel and you bring in a fan, they're like, oh. I would ask okay. them if they have a fan. Like taking creamer, like your own creamer into a coffee shop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you doing here? Nope, 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 nope. Now, I always I always bring a fan that will fit in my suitcase. It's It's got to be a small one, but it's got to be a loud one. And a lot of times I check and see if like the hotel, if I'm staying in a hotel, if they have a fan already there because they do that a lot that's such a bad and like the whole like white noise thing doesn't work for me it's got to be a fan i don't know what it is but i really like the fan do you have the fan blow directly on you Uh uh-huh okay like that's probably a lot of it and right now you know how cold it is yeah negative degrees it's freezing oh this is still have my fan blowing this is the perfect time to have a fan because your heater's going probably Uh you get under your blankets i crank that bed warmer up to like Eight. And then you have the fan on you. Uh-huh. Dude, I... Oh, I just want to go to been, sleep right now. Just I've been like sleeping so listening to well. It. It's so great. John Rolla is probably <laughs> sleeping so well right now. John you. Rolla listens to us to go to sleep, which yeah. I'm not sure if it's a compliment or not, but... <laughs> we should just change our podcast name to White Noise. Oh, gosh. That is a double meaning, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. I guess it does. It sounds horrible. White Noise. <laughs> They no, call me are. white We're noise. Just a bunch of white noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't do that. Otherwise, Elvis will start barking. Mm-hmm. And you uh, did leave the room. All right. Now to the article that uh, Rebecca thought I was talking okay, about. Okay. This is the true dream job right here. The uh, headline for this article, Twitch streamer made $16,000 filming himself sleeping and letting viewers disturb him with alarm clocks and fake dog barks. So this guy who goes by thousand dollars for a bad night's sleep. He, he goes, you know how many bad nights sleep I got for nothing? Well, no, you actually had to pay for yours because most of yours came from children, uh-huh. which are very expensive. Uh-huh. Um, this guy goes by the name Asian Andy. It's creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a Twitch thing. Like if you have like three thousand viewers, they might call you like a three K Andy or a. 5k andy or whatever it's it's like this weird twitch i was thinking it was like asian jim but this was asian andy he's asian andy because he's a twitch streamer that is asian and it sounds good it does sound good um regardless uh he uh he he basically did a sleep stream he's not the first one to do it this has been kind of a thing where it's trending and i think we should jump on this trend (laughs) basically a lot of people will watch streamers while laying in bed, and there are streamers that will stream like all night. <gasps> I just got it. Okay, we're going to create another branch of the Vent Lab. Okay, called White Noise? Called White Noise, and we're just going to stream us sleeping. Perfect. Our, our snores and... $16,000. That doesn't mean somebody's going to give us $16,000. But who won it? 
right? Uh, uh, totally, totally. It's called white noise. It's <laughs> two white people <laughs> sleeping uh, on Twitch. Yeah. We'll have a sub-subcategory called white lightning. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's about. Okay, okay, finish the article. Okay, okay. I'll stop okay. interrupting Yeah, you. so he's not the first one to do this. He won't be the last. It's. I won't say it's a common thing, but there are just chatting streamers, which are essentially just people that sit in front of their computer screens and chat to their audience. It's fine. It's cool. That's kind of what we do on Fridays somewhat. I mean, we add production and stuff. To, but anyway, um, here's how it works. On Twitch, you can donate money, and then you can set up alerts. So, like, you could set up... Um, a thing where let's say the threshold, the minimum a donation is $2. I donate $2. I can add a message that goes along with that. Then Asian Andy has a uh, program on his OBS that says whenever somebody donates with a message attached, read it out loud. He then has an Amazon Alexa by his bed. And so uh, Alexa, stop listening. And so then he... Uh, his his donators would then, in their donation, write uh, Alexa bark like a dog or something like that. And then his Alexa would then... Okay, Alexa's, Alexa's talking to us now. Stop, stop, Alexa, stop, stop. Worse than Elvis. Anyway, then his <laughs> smart device would then um, make dog noises or set alarms or whatever. So that's how he, that's how they would disrupt his sleep. And that's how he made $16,000 because people were paying to, to have a dog bark automate a or message. an yeah. alarm go off. Exactly. Or something. So that's interesting. He also and he was a, actually really surprised that that many people donated that much money to try to wake him in his sleep. People are, are insane. Um, but here's the thing, right? Um, let's see here. He has more than 40,000 subscribers on Twitter and Instagram and 1 million on YouTube. So this isn't just some Joe Schmo or Asian Andy. No, this Andy. is Asian Andy. Right. Um, he is very popular. And uh, this part of the article says, Andy, who's known for his antics, including tearing off his shirt in Starbucks, um, or whenever someone says ascend, that's when he would tear his shirt off. That's when would... they when they said the word ascend in yes. Starbucks. No, he would tear off his shirt in Starbucks and or whenever someone says ascend. Oh, so he just walks into Starbucks and tears off his shirt or anywhere. If somebody says ascend. Um, yeah. Not what I well, he's really. known for antics. That doesn't mean he does it every single time he goes into Starbucks. He's just done that before. So anyway, needless to say, his viewers are a little on the extreme side that they enjoy watching him. Um. So that, that explains the six, $16,000 in one night. This doesn't say how long he was sleeping, uh, quote unquote sleeping. So there's another dream job, I guess. And here's the thing, right? No, you I just don't sleep know that he was camera. like dreaming a whole lot. <laughs> he does have a bottle of sriracha next to his bed, which doesn't really seem like. What's that there for? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He needs to clean his room, though. My gosh, it looks like he sleeps in his Maybe room. that's part of the entertainment is, is seeing what's in Asian Andy's room. Maybe. Maybe. You'll never know because you'll never watch him. <laughs> I won't. I will not watch him. I'm sure he's quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've been playing around with Twitch a little bit lately. You've got, what, eight, ten followers now? Uh, I think I have 11 or 12. On your Imagine Nathan page? Yeah, how clever is that, That's right? That's very clever. It's like imagination, but instead of nation, it's Nathan. Yeah, it was it was real sweet when I was in Hawaii because you would let me know when you were live streaming so I could watch Elvis. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because I could just go full screen with the camera and then play with Elvis for a while. Um, and somehow my numbers would always go up whenever I just went full screen playing with Elvis. I don't know what that was about. When um, I would log on? No. There was there was one time where I had like seven viewers. It was just like... That's because Elvis is so cute. Uh, right, right. I like to imagine that they were like, oh my gosh, look at this cute guy. Also a dog. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but anyway, um, one thing I didn't do, speaking of whenever you guys were gone, mm -hmm. um, it snowed a lot and I did not shovel. Well, that's kind of our fault because we broke our snow shovel. Yeah. The last snowstorm and we forgot to buy another one. 
Right. And uh-huh. the, the, you do have a, a snow blower, blower which uh-huh. I've never used before and I wasn't about to. It's complicated. Yeah, I figured so. Well, I mean, you started like a lawnmower. It's not that complicated. Sounds but... pretty complicated. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't going to do that. So whenever you guys got home, there was... Uh, Lots of snow still. Plenty of snow uh-huh. on your driveway. However... And on the stairs. I didn't think about this. And seeing as you guys have an HOA, they probably wouldn't have been too thrilled at this idea. But somebody decided, you know what? You want it to be a fast, effective way of doing this? Hmm. A little fire, yeah. A little fire and ice. A little, 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 just melt the snow. It seems smart, right? Not a bad idea. So this guy uh, gets gasoline. Okay, nope, it's a bad idea now. He should have used lighter fluid. No, right? you didn't. He should not have used gasoline. Like if he had a flamethrower or something. And like oh. hold that down to the driveway and slowly move it back and forth. Not everybody has a flamethrower. Like, that's not a bad idea. If you don't have a flamethrower, don't pour gasoline out over everything and light it on fire. Oh, you're so strict on your rules. That's not going to go well. Um, this guy was trying to get a stubborn patch of ice and snow um, that was several square feet in size out of his driveway. So basically he just had a, a hard, uh, he had, he ran into a hard patch uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> he decided, you know what? It's not worth breaking my shovel over. Let's just burn it. I see Again, no reason not, not a to. bad idea. Not a bad idea. His, um, his neighbors smelled something called the police. They and, told on him. Yeah, they told on him. Little snitches, you know? They should have just watched and see how it turned out. He like, should burn their house down. They in could revenge. have just recorded it. Posted it on, they they could have, they could have started a Twitch account. Yeah, and then they could have live streamed it, and got a whole bunch of followers and and sixteen thousand dollars off of live streaming their neighbor yes. burning his driveway. That, they weren't thinking. Well, that's also illegal. They weren't weren't actually, thinking clearly uh, unless they asked his permission to film him. But he could have done that, and then gotten. He is just trying to get rid money. of the ice. So the the fire department came. Yeah. Put out the fire. I don't. I don't. Did they put it? Yeah. Out? Okay. So they did, and they they had to put down like stuff to to absorb all the. Oh, that speed dry the accelerant. Um. But here's the thing: if they would have just let it burn out, then they wouldn't have had to use the stuff to absorb. Yeah, it's not the like gasoline. it's going to set the grass on fire. It's covered yeah. in water essentially. Yeah. Yeah, right. no, well, I, I mean, they could have, but I, I, I'm fully on this. In fact, I wish that people would take notes on this guy and let's just do that with the highways. Let's napalm the highways. Just helicopters with flamethrowers. Yes. Just, just stop traffic for a minute and, and just go down the highways, blasting flames, melt it all real quick. And then let the traffic proceed. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with this. This can't go bad in any way. Not at all. You get it. You get total it money done. saver. I I had to drive in the snow essentially today because some of the roads were not like totally, totally taken care of. Uh huh. You know the highway was fine. Drove the speed limit for most of the way, forty five for a lot of it. But I was just going with traffic. Um, but then like getting off on exits, bro. Some of those exits were not scraped at all. It, you're just freaking off roading essentially. Where's the lines? Who knows? Is this even a road? I can't remember. There's a stoplight up there. I'm just going to try to get from point A to point B and hope that there's some pavement underneath me on my way there. You know what? You want to hear something fun? Yeah, I, I love fun things. So the other night, the roads were pretty snow packed, and uh, Jay West had an online meeting, and so I was in charge of figuring out dinner that night. And so I just decided we were going to order some Casey's pizza, you know, because Casey's is famous for pizza. No, so, no, they're famous for their gas. So I, I ordered no a, a Casey's pizza and I left to go pick it up. And I have a four wheel drive Jeep. And I remember my son coming home and saying, I slid sideways all the way down a road today. <laughs> and I was like, we'll just put it in four high and we'll see what happens. I went anywhere I freaking wanted to go because I have a four wheel drive Jeep. Like, Nobody's driving on the right side of the road because it's the snow-packed side, except for me, because I can go anywhere I want to go because I have a four-wheel drive Jeep. Nobody's turning down that 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 steep drive that's packed with snow because they don't want to get stuck. I'm driving down it because <laughs> I won't get stuck. 
Look at this, I losers. I had absolutely zero issues, went anywhere I wanted to go. Granted, I took it a little slower, stopped early when I was coming to stop signs because I know driving a four-wheel drive vehicle, I still need to be cautious about ice and stopping. But the snow wasn't stopping me from going where I wanted to this go. This sounds like the perfect car for your personality. It is. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You all, okay. Oh. So here's the other thing. All right. When I was in Hawaii. If you can give me like a warning before, so I'm ready next time. The speed limits are ridiculously slow. Because of all the ice. Like on the interstate. Like 45 miles an hour was the average. The highest speed on the interstate was 55. Really? So when I jump on the interstate, usually I like punch it. Like in like seconds, I'm up to 65 and 70 and I'm cruising. When I was in Hawaii, I can push the button. Okay. When I was in Hawaii, like I would jump on the interstate and I would punch it. And then Jay West would say, you know, it's only 45, right? And I was like already at 55 and I was like, oh, shoot, I got to have to slow down real quick. Like it was actually a challenge to drive slow everywhere. Hmm. And I don't get it. Like there's still like as many lanes there as there is here. I don't understand why it's so much slower. That is weird. I thought I thought maybe it was because of the size of the islands. Like, oh, there's just no reason to go that fast. But even like in the UK, which I, I figure is probably around the same size of Hawaii. I haven't ever looked at them side by side on a map. But in UK, they get up to 70 miles per hour. So I don't know why they wouldn't in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it was like narrow roadways or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's, it was so weird. It sounds like... Um, they lowered, they put them all in place whenever Reagan was president. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards they were like, ah, let's just leave them. There's no, there's no point in bringing them up just cause we can. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it worked out okay. Like when I wasn't sure where I was going and you know, you normally have to like drive a little slower while you're trying to figure things out. Right. But once I like knew where things were and I got used to like what roadways I was getting off and on. Mm-hmm. Then I was ready to move, and I couldn't. Yeah. Zach said he, he was able to drive on the highway with, like, a moped, okay, though. Okay, yes. So. so he rented a moped uh, the first full day we were there. And, like, part of me was, like, didn't want him to because I really didn't want him to, like, crash and get hurt while we were on vacation. But then I was like, man, I would have, man, I would have loved to have like rented a moped when I was 19 years old on vacation with my yeah, family. Yeah, just let him live, you know? So I was like, you know what? He's an adult. He can do it. He's paying for it. Go, go rent your moped, ride around. He rode all over the island and he did get on the interstate where it was like only 45 miles an hour, but he had that thing like full gas. And he said when he was like going up a hill, it was slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> so then he stayed off the interstates after that. Yeah, but scared him. Yeah. But man, that had to have been so much fun. Yeah. He was trying to find another girl, like to ride next to him. Like, hey, you like riding mopeds? You want to ride your moped next to me? You like riding mopeds? Yeah. And he couldn't find one. Really? Yeah. And then he realized that he looked like a total goon in his helmet. (laughs) So he took it off and rode without it. He did. Yes. What? What a dummy. I sent him a picture I took of him with the helmet on, and he was like, I look like an idiot with that helmet so on. So you just took it uh, off? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to look like an idiot in your casket, dummy. Well, sure. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit <laughs> dark for a joke about your son. Anyway, it was a good time. Was Sounds good time. like it. Mm-hmm. I applaud you for actually letting your son do that, you know? We did a lot of daring stuff while we were there. You parasailed next to airplanes? Uh, Yeah. We didn't almost get hit by, well... We didn't almost get hit by an airplane. We had an airplane come close to us, but there was another couple that went up before we did that we thought the airplane was going to take them out. And then we went after that. So I think we were even more daring because we saw it almost happen and Uh we still chose to do it. Yeah. We also surfed, which I already talked about. I'm so jealous of that. Drove ATVs through Jurassic Park. Not jealous of that. That sounds lame. No, that was like one of my favorite things. We like totally went off-roading, went down like these ravines and through water and yeah, that was really fun. Listen, 
I'm a bit of a country boy. I grew up doing that kind okay, of stuff. Okay, but not in Jurassic Park. Well, yeah, okay. And then we snorkeled and... Jealous of that. You guys could have, should have scuba dived. Scuba diving Well, we so would cool. have had to be certified first, and we didn't do that. Ah, it's so lame. You should have got certified. No. That's a dream of mine, to go we scuba diving. We went to Pearl Harbor. Sounds sad. Uh, don't do that on vacation. What, are you dumb? Well, we didn't do it last time we were on vacation there, and I regretted it. And I'm really glad we went, but it was really sad. And we as expected that day that it was going to be kind of somber. Totally was. Like, I was way more emotional than I thought it was going to be. Yeah? Yeah. I was using my mask as a Kleenex, like, just kept wiping my nose the whole time. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, that sounds very, very sad. We also hiked... Um. Um, Diamond Head. Whoa. Just a lot of stairs. But it was really beautiful. Anyway, we can move on. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Whoa. Perfect time for a yawn, let me tell you. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh, that was terrible. Um, since we only have four minutes ish left, we should talk about our, uh, Eat and greet. Yes, thank you. Sorry, my <laughs> that yawn really just put me out, man. I, I lost my full train of thought. We have an eat and greet coming up. It's going to be not this Saturday, but the last Saturday in February. I don't know what that date is, but I can uh, look at my phone real quick. I'll, I'll tell you. The last Saturday mm-hmm. is 27th. Okay, so the 27th of February. This is for our patrons. We are going to... Take the money that you have put into the podcast and we're going to give it back to you by throwing a party. (laughs) You bought yourself a pizza. Um, So we're trying to figure out exactly where we're going to get pizzas from. But what we're going to end up doing is sending you an email link with a code and you will go pick up Mm -hmm. your pizza. But um, it'll be at no cost to you because you've already put the money into being a patron. This is actually the money from me shaving the monkey beard. yes. Unless it goes over the cost of what was donated for that. Um, And then we're going to do merch giveaways and Mm -hmm. play games. This is all going to be on live stream, like not like live stream, but um, like a A Zoom. Zoom. Yes. Zoom. That's the word I was looking for. Interact and everything. Yeah. We can all see each other. We can play games together. We'll do the giveaways. You can eat your pizza. We'll be eating our pizza. Mm Yeah, it'll be it'll be a great time. We have not nailed down what time it is. The other day I was thinking, you know, lunchtime-ish would be good. But mm-hmm. then I was thinking it would also be kind of fun to do it in the evening, yeah, like dinner time. I, I think we just need to do a poll on Patreon. Okay. So that we can figure out what works Lun- best Lunchtime for, for or dinner time. What works better? Are you asking me? No, I'm saying oh. like I'm, I'm asking the... Patrons we'll listening. just do a poll. So you don't have to ask okay, them we'll, squat. We'll, we'll do a poll then of what time would work best for you. Um, also, if you had suggestions of pizza places, it has to be one that is like everywhere so right. that anybody can go get it. Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John. Yeah. Like, like I wanted to do like a local place, but it has to be mm-hmm. one that everybody can access. Yeah. It's about as good as we can get until we can just meet in person. Yes, which should be happening soon. Really? Yeah, I mean, things are looking up. Like, numbers are lower than they've ever been before. The vaccinations are increasing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Things are looking up. By summer, I think we're going to be doing pretty good. I'll hold you to that. Okay. (laughs) I didn't say what month, but Uh, by summer. It's got me a little excited. Um, Also... Next week is the last week of February, mm-hmm. which means the following week is shock therapy. That is true. So two weeks from today, well, from yesterday, technically, mm-hmm. is shock therapy. You guys can text 816-787-1511. I couldn't remember. I to look at the number. I couldn't remember if it was 816 or 75. Anyway, 816-787-1511 is our text line. It's totally anonymous. So if you've got something that you're going through, um, no matter what it is, We'd like to talk about it in, in a nondescriptive way. <laughs> that, that makes it sound like it's a gossip hour. It's not. It's No, no, no. We'd like to walk through it with you and yeah. figure it out because we pro- we could probably relate to it in some way mm-hmm. or know somebody who has related to it in some way. So, yeah, you can text that number again, 816-787-1511. Also, if you would like to be a part of the Eat and Greet and you're not a patron yet, you can become a patron still yep. this month to be a part of it and you'll get your money back right away by the coming to the party. Yeah, pretty much. You get your pizzas. So 
you can still do that if you want to. The link is on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that, again, is going to be the last Saturday in February. So the 27th. As long as you're a patron before then, then, uh, then you, you, the, you, you get the code. Yeah. Alrighty. That's all we got, Rebecca. Thanks for joining us today. <sighs> My name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.